all living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. It's the podcast is real or go home. Here's your host. The podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek. All right. Hey, everybody. What is up? It's Sunday night. That means it is time. Whoa. For And it's coming out everywhere. <laughs> I am so glad to be back. Uh, we are now doing this weekly. So last week we did a show. And this week, technically, we would not normally be doing a show. But guess what? Here I am. And we're doing a show. So that means we are live two weeks in a row. We're going to try to do this every week. We'll see what happens, but i um, very excited about it. And we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, and usually we do, uh, you know, multiple topics. Um, that's not going to be the case tonight. We're going to focus on one thing. There was really one, there was more than one. We're going to chat briefly about some of the other things, but one big thing that happened this week that we really want to center on and give some attention to. But before we do that, I can't do this show alone. So please welcome to the show my co-host stick, Utah stick and Aaliyah. It. Stick with it. It doesn't, it's not all so just hey. tell, hey, we're tell Richard we're starting the show over here. Sorry. Greetings, program. He's he's watching, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League and was complaining about how it's uh, just all slow motion. I gotcha. And I told him, you know, it Stick with it. Just play yeah. it and just push fast forward and just, watch it that way with the subtitles on. It doesn't get better. <laughs> All right. The 2X button. Hey, Aaliyah, how are you? I'm doing good. I work today. That's good. Got to get that it. money, right? Yeah. Got to get that dough. <laughs> how also, are you, Dev? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. This week I started... Uh, you know, so, uh, some of you know that we're working on a couple of other shows for our YouTube channel. One of them is called grounded geek is late to the game. Um, because often I start playing video games like well after they're not popular anymore. <laughs> and so, or not necessarily when they're not popular, but just they've, they've sort of, you know, died down a little bit. And I finally started animal crossing the other day. So I'm playing that and I have no idea what I'm doing, oh. but I, I, yeah, I, that kind of late to the game. A little yes, late, yeah. That, it started la at the beginning of the pandemic, and yes. now that the pandemic is almost over, I'm finally uh, ready to get into that. So I started that this week. That was that's my good uh, exciting news this week, and I and also got scheduled um, for my Fauci Ouchie, which is tomorrow. So Utah, I know that you got yours last week. Got our Fauci Ouchies on Friday. The first, yeah. the first dose. The second dose will be in April. Yeah. So I'm, my wife and I are scheduled for tomorrow, which is very interesting. So we're awesome. going to see how that goes down at the big Wolstein Center. They got like a FEMA is going to, we're going to, I don't house, know if we have to wear a hazmat suit and looking like uh, no, you'll be fine, but Dustin Hoffman real, from Outbreak. Like, should we go in and, you know, I'm surreal, thinking it's going to be really exciting. How surreal is it though, that in real life, we're talking about something called a mass vaccination cycle. Yeah, it does feel I mean, like Walking Dead, doesn't it? Right. That's like right out of any <laughs> apocalyptic or zombie movie, right? Yeah. And, and I shouldn't trust anybody when I walk in there because no, 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 just, just, if you, you know, believe the movies, the bad guys are always in charge of those places. Well, it, right. The, the army and the national guard are there. So there's a bunch of military around. And Interesting. They've got these chairs all lined up on this, you know, what you, the convocation floor. So it's all very surreal, right out of, right yeah. out of a movie, but very efficient. Well, we were in it should be interesting. Going to get that days. tomorrow. Yeah. And, and you had a, 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 very eventful week, not just your Fauci-ouchie, but uh, Saturday, which was yesterday, 
Happy birthday, my friend. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yes, yes. Yesterday was my my birthday, and uh, I should have known. So all week, uh, you know, Karen was saying, oh, you know, I'm sorry we're not doing anything for your birthday. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm okay with a low key birthday. You know, it's it's my fiftieth, but still, I mean, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Should have known. I should have known something was up. <laughs> she never asks that question multiple times. <laughs> but the whole day was a big surprise. Uh, there, you know, there was a big sign out in the yard. People came by throughout the day to wish me a birth, happy birthday. Got video messages. It was really, it was very sweet. Um, awesome. Just talking well, about it. I'm, I'm getting reclamped. So yeah, no, that's exciting. We're glad that you uh, that you made it. Fifth, another uh, rotation around the sun. Another trip around. The sun. <laughs> as as Simi's friend so so nicely put it, wow, you're halfway to a hundred. I know that's what I was. Well, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to say, man, that's half a century. And and that, yep. except that you know, I'm only a couple years away from here myself, or oh, one year away from soon, my friend. So yeah, oh, so seasoned. Very seasoned. Very yeah. Seasoned. yeah. But we look I good. Some seasoned French I have a, I, I have a We shirt both look yesterday. good, I think, though. Utah looks good for 50. Nobody would guess 50. I wouldn't. I think. wouldn't have guessed 50. Yeah. No. Oh, you guys. 48, maybe. 49, maybe, but not 50. <laughs> 49.5. There you go. You have to do the half. Yeah. You have to do the half. You know, like uh, the kids, whenever they're like, I'm eight and a half. <laughs> right? It's funny. You do that all the time when you're when you're little. You get the half. And then you start rounding up when you're a teenager, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, if you're almost 14, you're just 14. Do you know what I mean? If you're almost 15, you know, it's thir- 14 and a half is, oh, I'm 15. Or I'm almost an adult now, Dad. You know, <laughs> whatever, right? So you start rounding up. And then... When you get to be like thirty, you start rounding down, right? And then, and then you always thirty. Yeah, I'm thirty for the twenty eighth time. Right. So. This is the fifth anniversary of my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. But <laughs> but now at this age, yeah, we do start like you know, I'm not I'm not fifty yet. I'm like forty nine and a half. <laughs> And 49 in 364 so, days. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. I'll turn 49 this year. So we'll see. My wife is turning 50, though. She's older than me. She's. Uh, oh, then she can. I'll give her the shirt that Karen gave me, which is <laughs> May the 50th be with you. In, <laughs> that was an awesome logo. I saw that on in the Invite. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah, that was really neat. Yep. All right. So that was exciting. Obviously, happy birthday, Utah. That's a big Thank deal um, and a big milestone. And uh, a big movie came out this week. But I, and we're going to spend most of the show talking about that because this movie talks, you know, it's four hours long. I don't and know what movie you're talking about. So I feel have, like we would. So we're we going to do a four hour podcast. Well, it feels like it would take that long to just to cover everything that's changed and different. And it really is a lot. But um but no, we're not. We're going to try to keep it closer to an hour, hour and a half, like we usually do. But what we're going to do uh, first is I just I have to bring this up because it's exciting. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sam and Bucky Power Hour the started Sam and this Bucky week. Power too. Hour. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see the first episode? Okay. Yeah. All right. Spoiler alert, guys! If you haven't seen it yet, and I don't know how you can wait on this one. Like Snyder yeah. Cut, I get if you haven't watched it yet, you're 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 like four, four hours. hours. I don't. Yeah. I got to find a four hour block, or I'm going to split it up. Libby and I split it up over two nights, two hours each. It was very palatable that way. I think yeah, that may have led to a better experience of the movie. I don't know. Zack Snyder, I'm sure, wouldn't agree. <laughs> he wants you, but that I mean, it worked for me. But um, 
But no, this is, you know, a 40 minute show. It's on Fridays. We're going to talk about it on Sundays. I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. So if you haven't watched it yet, uh, I mean, I don't plan to spoil anything. I just want to tell people how great it was. Right. I mean, it's pretty great. It was awesome. Um, it was, you know, it's a nice it's a nice change of pace from WandaVision, which was very out there and very different from everything else that we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, this kind of goes back to what we're used. I think what most people are used to seeing in Marvel movies, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of action, some espionage. Uh, a lot of action. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's some great crazy action. action. Really great, great action. stuff. Yeah. Um, and a bit more grounded um, than what WandaVision was. But it was really well done. I was really mm-hmm. happy to see. And again, just like in WandaVision, where I really, really enjoyed and appreciate the deep dive into the backstory of Wanda and Vision that you couldn't get in the movies because they weren't the tier A characters, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, You get the same thing here with Sam and Bucky, where it's very obvious we're going to be diving into um, the characters and the backstory of both Sam and Bucky. And I think there's a a great opportunity in both of their backstories to deal with some serious issues, like with Bucky and his mental issues, because holy cow, what has he gone through between Mm. being brainwashed and then being cleared and then having to deal with his past the guilt of that of what he did as a winter soldier uh, i love the fact that he was in therapy i like that they're doing that front and center i think that's cool mm. and then sam i didn't even i didn't realize he was from louisiana i don't think mm. he is in the comics but to see his family backstory how him being gone for five years affected his family and himself yeah um also the whole thing about picking up the mantle for uh of captain america having the shield handed to him and yet not feeling ready for it there's obviously mm-hmm. issues he's dealing with so yeah. Um, but yeah, holy cow. They open up with some great action. They dive a little bit into the character uh, and end with a great cliffhanger. I'm in. I'm in. What'd you think, Aaliyah? I mean, you did pretty much hit it right on, hit the nail right on the head. I mean, one of my favorite things um, about shows is, is character development. And I think that they really allow you to resonate with the characters. Mm. Um, and it's like you said, Utah. Going back to um, Sam being from NOLA, I mean, you think about the hardships that his family has probably went through, Um, obviously losing his parents um, and his sister kind of having to take over that, take over their family business, not sure if they're going to be able to survive, how many people are able to resonate with that. Um, And I I think that that definitely draws in more people just Mm -hmm. Um, just that factor alone and then Bucky it's we know that obviously Bucky has been through a lot right just from watching other movies but being able to really see it on on that like that backside um, even just from him waking up from that that nightmare you know and him and Uh, him and uh, that older gentleman I can't remember his name their relationship sorry what is it uh, Yakamura, I think. Yeah, Yakamura. You know, their relationship, and he's trying to make amends, right, for for what he did. And you could tell that he wanted to, you know, say something uh, towards the end of the show, but he was just so gutted. Mm. I know. I was like, oh, my God, is he going to tell him? What's the guy going to say? Like, oh, that was that moment. As, and, and, and as soon as, you know, he, he came to the old, he came and had lunch with that old Japanese gentleman, the first thing in my thought was, oh, my gosh. Like, is he connected to what we saw at the beginning? Because why would they show that relationship if there were, there wasn't something, you know, significant to mm. it? 
Um, yeah. And to put that into the whole him trying to make amends just really, it, it, right. it, it makes it tough. But it, there's also that that uh, comedic aspect of it, right? Whenever he's he uh, starts that car with the, the 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 corporate lady, you know, and she's the three roles, you know, there is that comedic I do, aspect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like I do like that they still keep a light touch. Yeah, the way that Bucky yeah. has to say the, the the rule number three, and it's like I'm not yeah, that was great. I'm well, once they once those two connect, I think a lot more of those kind of things because we you know, that's what yeah. the movies were all about. They had that yeah. that kind of where they butt heads a little bit but they still respect and you know care for each other but one thing that i really liked as well was when he was on that when he was on the date and she asked him you know why do you wear gloves and he looked down you know or the camera pointed downwards towards his hands and it's always interesting how like you when you in your mind you think it's a it's a flaw Right. And obviously for him, this is something that he has to carry around and it's probably a trigger or, you know, some sort of just it's a remembrance. Right. When you look mm-hmm. down, and you mm-hmm. realize that you have a metal arm, um, but not being able to tell anyone, not being able to talk to anyone about it outside of your therapist, mm-hmm. you know, uh, about what you're going through, because who's really going to understand or have empathy for what you did? You know, right that whole guilt factor that you was talking about. And it's well, sad. Steve would have. And that's, yeah. I think he's well, at the, and he's the at the point. center of this whole right. uh, conflict for both of them. I mean, Sam is, is, you know, was supposed to take up the mantle and he doesn't feel up to it. doesn't feel right. And without spoiling anything, we find out at the end, Sam probably should have because it's not something happens and we're like, what is this? So we're going to see <laughs> as, as that continues. But yeah, I think it's a great show. I think like WandaVision uh, revealed. Um, uh, and I think you had said at one point, Utah, that Wanda is such is probably one of the most tragic characters in the MCU. Like her Absolutely. backstory is so tragic. And and I feel like we're getting that same feel from Bucky. Like, you don't realize, like, he was a murderer. Like, he was an assassin. Like, he went around and killed people. And you wouldn't hope that they that they deserved it. But he was working for the bad guys. So, yeah. So that's. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And so now he has to make amends and things like that. So, yeah, that I thought I think this is going to be just fascinating to watch that unfold as these guys start to learn. Uh, you know, how to accept the, you know, their past and move forward into the future together. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting show. Well, and, and you remember in the Civil War, Bucky had that line and near the end where Tony asked him, you know, do you even remember killing my parents? And mm, he says, yeah. in, in such a pained way in his face and his voice, I, re- I remember every single one. Yep. Yep. And so but the thing is, is that he can't, he can't do anything about it. Right. And, and that's the I worst mean, part. That that's and and that that's something I hope they they uh, you know dive into and kind of explore the fact that you know he has to deal with his guilt of being the body that committed these heinous crimes. Yeah, uh, you know, and um, it, it's really it's it, it's going to be. I'm hoping that they do a good balance of the action and the and the uh, delving of the character because both Sam and Bucky are very rich. You know, something that's very interesting to me was how the therapist kept saying, you know, you should, it's almost like she was saying, you should be glad because you're pardoned, right? Mm. For the things that you've done, you should be happy because, you know, all doesn't of the bad work, doesn't that you work did, that way. It does not yeah. work that way. Right. Yeah, like it, she right. was, it was, it was almost like, you know, like trying to sugarcoat the pain that, 
he has done as well as caused. Um, yeah. I thought that that yeah. was, you know, kind of on paper, the pardon rip, you know, erases all of that, but it's mm-hmm. still up here. Oh, sure. And he, and he has to deal with it. Yeah. This is going to be a great show. I don't care what anybody says. So far, it's just phenomenal. And and what I mean, make, we just made it sound like it's a huge drama show, but, but it was yeah. full of action and it was full of. Um, but but it does delve into these important issues, and and that's what I think just absolutely makes it great. So check it out. It's on Fridays on Disney Plus. Uh, it's our new uh, Friday obsession. <laughs> um, I, I think we all. I don't. I think any of us waited until after Friday to watch it. I think it was oh, pretty no. much that yeah. day. So. Um, uh, yeah, make sure you check that out. We'll probably start each show talking a little bit about it because it's just so, so big uh, and so great. Um, yeah, that mean you know what that means? Since uh, we kind of got our little, you know, early banter out of the way, it's time, oh, it time for this week in geek. And this week it was the Snyder Cut, baby. So or should I say Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is the official title of the new and how cool would that be right it just did like the movies got your name in it you're the director like it's not just you know it's, it's not, not just it's not just et it's steel steven spielberg's et except right. it's not like we don't call it that no. i don't know i just think that's kind of cool like as a director like as a guy who wants to you know who would love to make movies like just you know it's not just justice league and then you know a film justice by zach snyder <laughs> you know right. no it's zach snyder's justice league how cool is that but anyway um i digress yes Zack Snyder's Justice League came out uh, as opposed to the Justice League, which is what apparently folks in the Internet are now calling uh, the Justice League original cut, which was uh, directed, of course, by um, Joss Whedon, uh, who is a little bit uh, disgraced right now. We're still still looking into that uh, um, news, but uh, we don't have to talk about him necessarily. We we do talk a little bit about his movie because. they remade it. <laughs> they basically take took that one and and said, "All right, Zach, what what were you really hoping to do?" And gave him a ton of money, and he got to do it. So um, we're still going to do our uh, three things you need to know. So here we go. Number one. All right. So we're going to start off with your first impressions of Zack Snyder's uh, Snyder cut. Um, we're, you know, I told you guys earlier what we're going to talk about a little bit later. We're going to get into a little more details in the second and third part. But starting now, just overall impression. How did you feel when the movie was done, Aaliyah? Oh, God. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, all right. So. You felt tired, right? No. I definitely was. <laughs> you, you said you needed a nap when we were about to go live. Yeah, I definitely needed a nap. I was nap. hoping you would stay awake long enough to talk to us about this. And thank, <laughs> thankfully you have so far. Yeah. Uh, because last night I actually stayed up until one o'clock in the morning watching it. And for some of you that you're probably thinking one o'clock, that's not that late. Um, I'm in, typically in bed by like 10. So for me, that was very late. And also, do I think that it was. A, a good movie and I'll I'll go into that a little bit further later but I do think that it was a good movie do I think that it was long absolutely it was definitely very long um I had to break it up into like our our I tried to do the two hours um my situation obviously like you guys know is kind of a little bit difficult but um yeah I overall I thought it was a pretty decent movie yeah so, yeah Utah? I, w- I would agree with Aaliyah. I, well, it's it, it's an interesting animal, this Zack Snyder's Justice League, mm-hmm. to me, because 
Um, I feel like this wouldn't have been able to happen if it weren't for where we are in the world in terms of streaming services being as prominent as they are. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like if HBO Max didn't exist or wasn't around, uh, there's no way this, something like this would have been released in the theater. I think four hours is kind of, is already risky, you know, is the three hour end game was risky enough. Sure. But they did it mm -hmm. and they succeeded. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think, I don't think Warner Brothers would have said, oh yeah, let's go ahead and release a four hour, two minute movie because people are going to come and see it. Um, but that being said, I did at the end find it more enjoyable than the Justice League. Mm -hmm. um, but the Justice League to me was already so obviously two different movies kind of spliced together. Mm -hmm. Like it was very obvious what Zack Snyder did and very obvious what Joss Whedon redid or put in. And so to me, it was already uh, kind of um, a bad monster of a movie. And so mm -hmm. the bar was set low, but that, um, <laughs> but I actually enjoyed Justice League. I, mm -hmm. I feel like there's no other way it could have been done uh, other than the four hour length because you start taking bits and pieces that some of the bits and pieces that were added were the good parts that made mm -hmm. it better um, and a better kind of smooth narrative arc all the way across. So it was definitely better than Justice League. Will I watch it again? Um, probably not, mm. but um, I'm not in love with it. Mm -hmm. But I, I thought it, I, it was it was worth the time to watch it. And I thought it was a much uh, more cohesive story. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm there too. That's that's where I am. I, I so, you know, I, I was definitely a skeptic going into this. Like, I mean, if you've listened to any of our past shows, anytime we mentioned the Snyder Cut, or if we go even further back when we were just talking about the hashtags before they even announced this, like I was so frustrated with that movement, oh, and I'm not with them. I mean, they, they I mean, they wanted to see it, and that's great. I love that. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, guys, like, like the cut, whatever cut there is of this movie it's it, it it's it can't be great right because of the the whole uh you know when joss took over like he wasn't even close to finishing it so whatever cut there is it's not finished so do we who cares if we really see that that was kind of my attitude not that i didn't you know so when they announced that they're going to give him another shot I was like, oh, well, that's now we're, it's a little different. My attitude changed a little bit. Now I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. Um, he's getting 70 million more dollars to finish this movie, uh, do some reshoots, kind of do the vision that he wanted. Um, and, and I, I was kind of, I kind of, you know, was glad for him because it's not like he got fired. Right. I mean, he left right. for a very left sad, very tragic, tragic reason. reason. And I, you know, as a father, I totally feel for the guy, you know? And, and so, um, you know, we see so many of these movies. This, what I was worried about is that every time somebody does, because people, as soon as the Snyder Cut got approved, people were talking, this is why the hashtags bothered me. Not that I didn't want Snyder to have another chance, not that I didn't want you know, that thing. They bothered me because people then were like, well, where is the FIG cut of Ghostbusters? Where's the um, tr yeah. Trank cut of the Fantastic Four that was right, so absolutely right, right. terrible? Um, because the, the studios interfere and that's their excuse. But I'm like, okay, but we saw what you put on screen. I mean, what you left on the cutting room floor would have to be amazing to, to, you know what I mean? To, to change this into anything better. I'm talking about fantastic four. Like, yeah, yeah. like I can't imagine there's another version of his movie. That's better. I just, unless he 
remake some stuff. So to, I don't want that to be a new trend where we just, a director makes a bad movie, oh, studio interfered. And then we're like, okay, make it again. And then, and then, right. and then they make another one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, want that to be a trend. I want, you know, I want, I would I'm like to see us fight back against the studio interference. I would like to see fighting, you know, whatever it is that's making the originals be so bad. Let's figure that out and fix that. That's what I, that's what I mean, meant by that. And so when all that is said and done, um, you know, I was grateful uh, that a guy who, again, through no fault of his own, didn't get a chance to make the movie he wanted to make. But at the same time, I also knew, well, it's still super dark and that wasn't really uh, you know, what I was looking for. It's still not, you know, some things like that. Now that the movie is out, here's how I feel. Sorry. I had to preface it a little bit. <laughs> um, I actually compared to the justice league, this is f like vast far and away improvement. Like it is not even in the same realm of the same movie that that just Whedon put out. Now there's a lot of the same scenes in it, but, but they cut some of the stuff Joss put in that they cut out and that, and that they reshot and did differently is just light years better than the original. Now, I still don't think this is Endgame. I still don't think this is Infinity War. I don't think this is like the greatest film that, does, that DC can put out. But I did think it was a great film. I actually thought it was really good. Um, I'm with Leah is definitely too long. And as a guy who edits for a living, I mean, not feature films, but I'd love to. Um, although I am, well, I, hey, uh, although if you look on IMDb and or watch <laughs> the credits of Avengers or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you're going to see my name, um, Jeffrey Ford. Um, it's it's not me. It's it's an it's an actual guy who has the same name as me, who is also an editor, but he does feature <laughs> films, and I do uh, business uh, videos for for a software company, but. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but my point is, um, I, I, when I was I was doing a, a roundtable with some some friends from the Game Fix show, which thanks to those guys, uh, Game Fix show is a great show. They actually do their show live tomorrow, Monday, I think, yes, on Facebook. Check them out yeah. if you're into video games. It's a great show. Uh, Spanish and uh, um, James and Verlaine and different folks over there talking about stuff. But I did a roundtable with them. They invited me to talk about Snyder Cut. Um, and... Uh, we we were as we were talking about it i was uh i joked i said this this is as an editor like i was so frustrated with how long this was and some of the scenes that just did not need to be in there and he's like oh i would like to see a jeff ford cut like joking around and i, I said you know what the jeff ford cut right release the jeff ford cut or release the grounded geek cut i'd rather have that um <laughs> but uh because then they'll think that they want the avengers uh, editor to do the it avengers and, guys will jump and then they'll give it to him and i'll be like no it was my idea yeah. um <laughs> anyway uh, yeah. And so I, like, we just started naming scenes that were so like long and out of place and didn't add anything to the, to the context. And I, and I was like, you know what we just did? We literally just eliminated 15 minutes from this movie. We we're bringing it closer to end game already. And then I'm like, and there's so much more that we could pull out. And so, yeah, this could easily have been a three hour movie. Just, um, just toned it's down so to bloated. slow motion. Yeah. The slow motion itself, like in some instances, I get it when flash is doing stuff, it makes sense. Um, in other instances, I get it because it's, 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 again, it's in that four, three, because it's supposed to be on an right. IMAX it's screen. IMAX. Right. Can you imagine some of that frenetic action on an IMAX if it wasn't in slow motion? I'll so I get it. it. I kind of get it, but it there's is so much. Of there it. is a lot. Right. Uh, and there's so even, there's even like slow mower. 
like he yeah. slowed down even slow, slow motion. yeah <laughs> even like, slower slow-mo yeah i didn't even know that <laughs> is that i didn't know that was possible but there it is no, I, but yeah no i think um yeah it definitely so so if my biggest complaint isn't about the story because the story was actually really the, good the this time was much better mm-hmm. oh my gosh like i was like what i'm actually invested in some of these characters for a change like and i was not in the other movie like i could care less what happened to these people um so that was good but man it's so bloated and over done like it's just too much and that but that's snyder right like that's 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 his style that's That's his thing and so i'm not trying to take away from his creativity like that's his creative thing that's him it's not me it's not my preference so you know whatever but i think if you cut it down to three hours you would have a more a, a better movie um and certainly better than justice league so all that said uh yeah, way better. I mean, he definitely improved what Joss did. And in, in the coming uh, sections here, we're going to talk about exactly what he did to make it better. Number two. So I think we all kind of agreed that some of the, the best parts of this new take on this movie was the more fleshed out backstories that we got from some of the side characters. So we got Batman versus Superman. We got Man of Steel. Um, they didn't feel the need to give us Batman's origin story because how many times have we seen Batman's origin story? I'm on board with that. We don't need to see his parents get killed every few years when they decide his to reboot poor, this his stuff. Parents, every uh, yeah, time. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, if we see the Batman, uh, I hope they don't show that again. Now, if he has a brief flashback, whatever, but not sure. like this whole, like, we don't need to see that. No. Um, it's just, we get it. It's kind of like seeing Uncle Ben die over it's and over Uncle and over ben, again. Exactly. Um, they, which they haven't done, uh, thankfully. You know, that. Yes. That so um, it's like almost everybody knows that how they became those characters now. So I, I, I find that we didn't get a Batman origin story. I liked Man of Steel, um, even though maybe some people didn't. But at the end of the day, we have backstories from these two pretty fleshed out. Um, Aquaman got his own movie, but it came out after, after. Justice League, I believe. And then um, Wonder Woman got her own movie and it was awesome. So. <laughs> Uh, here, so we're left with who flash and cyborg and maybe Aquaman needing a little bit more, uh, you know, something because we're not, we haven't seen his movie yet technically. Um, so all three of those guys get a little more meat onto their stories in this one, I believe. So let's start with, uh, let's start with the flash, um, played by Ezra Miller. Uh, Barry Allen is his real name. Uh, I don't know if anyone ever calls him the Flash in the movie. I don't think they do, but uh, they do. maybe yeah. that'll happen when the Flash movie comes out. But well, I think um, the Flash movie is called the Barry Allen movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe or or Ezra Miller's The Flash. I don't know. Right, right. The He's Barry not directing Allen it, show. but you know, no. the Barry Allen. Yeah, the Barry Allen ha- Power Hour. That's right. Um, or Utah. What did you think of Flash's backstory? Um, I liked it a lot because if you think about, if you think back to the Justice League, all we really got was, you know, security cam footage of him stopping a, a robbery at a convenience store, right? And then Batman stops at his place and goes, oh, you're fast. And that's all we get. Mm-hmm. And then he mm-hmm. ends up, and then he becomes the comic relief throughout the rest of the film. So we got, we basically got nothing other than what we already know about the Flash, which is he's fast. Um so I like the fact that they fleshed out a little bit, showed a little bit more of him and his father mm-hmm. uh, who was incarcerated. I like the fleshing of that story. And I actually, 
And I feel like we got a lot more father-son relationship stuff in, in Zack Snyder's movie than we had we had in Justice League, which I think was nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, there, yeah. was a, there was a little bit. There was just one scene, though. There was a tiny thing, but I mean... Mm-hmm. But like between uh, Barry Allen having more stuff with his father, Cyborg and his father, that relation, that whole thing was just so much more fleshed out. And part of the reason why I was more invested in Cyborg's story. Um, and then Aquaman, of course, has daddy issues, too. What is it with these guys? Right. Um, well, he's more upset with his mom, I think. Right. Because oh, that's true. She didn't right. tell he is him much up. more upset about his mom and just doesn't yeah. want to take the throne from from. Right. That's right. That's true. That makes sense. Uh, I liked what they did with Flash, though. I mean, showing mm-hmm. that he. I feel like they showed that he had more command of his powers and knew more about his powers uh, than Justice League showed. We actually got to see him in action. Mm-hmm. We got to see him meet Iris, which I thought was great mm-hmm. as a comic geek. I think that was something that was great. Um, so there wasn't that Iris, much more. The, the, Iris West is the girl that. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't her. really know that that's no, her, but know. it's people. I mean, it's assumed that that's who that was. And I think he may have confirmed it, but not in the film. We don't know that. Right. That that's I, I didn't that even is. think yeah. to look at the credits to see if what. what, what oh, yeah. She was. I mean, they don't call her by name in the movie, but right. everyone's like, oh, this is how well, he meets Iris. Iris. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how. Um, so, you know, I think the Flash got the least in terms of extra uh, backstory, but it was just enough uh, to make him more of a three dimensional character than just the guy who goes fast. So, yeah. What did you think of cyborgs, Aaliyah? Um, yeah, I'm going to say something about Flash. I know you yeah, want to please do. About- no, no, it's all good. I, I wanted to get both of them out there and then we would just kind of round table it. But yeah, go ahead. Tell us more what you think about Flash. Uh, so I do agree with you, Utah. I definitely think that it is good that he got a little bit more um, screen time, I guess, you know, in terms of his background. But one thing that I wish that they would have delved delved deeper into is for me, since I'm a noob, um, I don't know why his father is in prison. Mm -hmm. I know that he was wrongly convicted, but what actually happened to get him in there and why, you know, since this is something that, Barry Allen is obviously so passionate about to the point where he is literally studying criminal justice. He's trying, as he said at the end, I'm trying to get my, he said, I got my foot in the door. You know, I want to know what actually got him there. Mm-hmm. And for, um, obviously his mom isn't in his life. So how long has his dad even been in jail? Because he has his own place. He's, he, he was working three jobs, three jobs, you know, nothing steady, obviously, because he's a flash. He's but, got all that computer tech equipment. How do you afford all that? If he, if he is trying to get a job and his dad's <laughs> in prison. How, do you get, how did he get the materials for his suit? Batman, yeah. went, Bruce Wayne went through all the cool space yep. shuttle type, you know, yep. stuff. Like, we don't know why Flash is smart. Like, we don't know any of that stuff yeah, yet. But, and but that's going to come out in the movie. I, I feel like, I, I feel like they're teasing that. Yeah, Yeah. right. But I, I get that. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, they they did delve deeper into Wonder Woman, even though she had her own movie. Not, mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. at that time. But, you know, they went deeper into Cyborg, which personally I would love to see a Cyborg movie. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There, yeah, there's just small things that I wish they would have done with Flash because he is such a great character. You know, he does add that comedic uh, relief to it. And even when he said, like, 
there's so much radiation that you can grow an extra foot out of your neck. I literally cracked up because it was just like <laughs> one of those random things that I was not expecting. But yeah, so that's what I thought of Flash. Um, yeah. I don't know if you want me to still talk. Well, about I'll, that. I'll throw something in about Flash too, then, and then we'll go into Cyborg. We'll just do it that way. The um, my big thing about Flash, I I thought that the the saving her and putting the hot dog in his pocket, like that was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Like there's some really cool stuff in there, but even that was too slow. Oh my gosh! My <laughs> like dream. I'm like, dude, just do it. Like, yes. was, but but um, anyway, uh, that's fine. It was still fine. I'm just being, you know me. I'm just being goofy about it. But um, I. I I love that bit about it, but you know the thing about him being the comic relief is, my personal opinion was that they took it. It was, it it didn't work every time. Like sometimes it worked and it was really funny and I'm like endearing, and other times it was like this guy is annoying, and that was so that I felt like I feel like now, that was on purpose too. Though. In the just yeah, in the Justice League, um, the original one, I believe. Yeah, that he it was it was like that too. Like he was he was, I don't know, kind Not of too hard. Yeah, but that yeah. but that movie had more humor, which was part of its problem actually. So some of it was so that, bad. Yeah, that was obviously weed. Uh, yeah. And they put right, and they pulled that out and made this movie more serious. So it made it that much more jarring, I guess, in some of the scenes yes. when he's trying to be funny. And I'm like, nope, this didn't work here. Like it's this the wrong time. Like this, you know this. The, the tone isn't right for that joke yet. You know what I mean? Like do it like way to beat or something. I don't know. There were so, a lot of problems I felt like with the humor, but um, that aside, I thought it was really great. The only thing that throws me off and if there's any big DC uh, flash fans out there and I'm going to be, I'm going to be perfectly honest with everybody right now. And you guys know this, but, and probably some people who've listened, but if you're new, I'm a Marvel guy. I mean, I just am. I grew up Marvel, Make love Marvel. Marvel. DC and Superman were the only two uh, DC Superman and Batman <laughs> were the only two DC characters. I really even cared about as a kid. So I had tons of Batman comics, a few Superman about yeah, I love the Christopher Reeve movies. Like that was my Superman. Um, but other than that, DC, it was just not my thing and not a knock to it. It's just, I didn't care for it. And so it was green lantern flash, um, you know, M Martian Manhunter, these other characters, if they weren't on the Justice League cartoon, which I watched, or the Super Friends, no one even called the Justice Super League cartoon. Friends. Justice League Super, Friends. Super Friends. Yeah. Um, if they weren't on there, so I'm wondering where, where the Wonder Twins Wonder are Twins. And, and Gleek or, yeah. Um, but that, that's the, that was my exposure to DC. So I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to admit that I am a little bit ignorant about how some of his powers work and things like that. I want to know how when he's running in circles around that city at the end, oh, super fast, that, right? Keeping that right. And getting trying to get up that charge. He's moving faster than the speed of light. He's moving, you know, whatever speed he's moving. Again, I don't know how fast it is. I don't know the science. This is why I'm asking you guys, the fans, the ones who know, to help me out here. You're wondering how you got How that. does he talk to them in regular speed? <laughs> And how did he get shot? Just like you just said. Well, the shot, the shot was a complete accident, right? The guy's just, the guy's just very trying to time it and kept shooting it. Right. And he it's just possible. managed to hit him. So I, I'm okay with that. I get that. But I don't understand how he's moving so fast and talking normally. He's like, I can't hold this guys. They're like, okay, flash. Like, wouldn't he, like, how does he, is he moving his mouth really slow and it's coming out normal for us? Like, how is it? How is come on, come on, normal Jeff. speech coming through do to you, these? 
Do, I know it's t- stupid, right? But it's Jeff, bugging Jeff. me. I want to know. Do you talk faster or a higher pitch when you run versus when you walk? I'm I'm so out of breath I can't even talk, right? But but he's actually breaking <laughs> That's a different like, issue. But he's actually That's a moving. Issue. Yeah. I'm out of breath just after finishing that sentence. So <laughs> don't even get me started on running. But he you know, do you know what I'm saying though? Like he's I, actually I, like I, I breaking yeah, like yeah. breaking sound barriers and stuff. He's, he's breaking but the just laws of talking physics. normally. Right. Hey, look. That's what I'm talking about. No, if he was just running really fast, I get it. But he's you know what I mean? Like he's, he's moving at a speed the of physics. that they can't see him, but they can hear him fine. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't know. That's they all have. It's a weird thing. They I just have sometimes I have to know these things. <laughs> and again, and I'm only asking now I can suspend disbelief and not care. And I do. Right. But part of me also wants to know, is this a canon? Like, is there an explanation? Is this a thing? Because, oh, you know, sometimes right. they do. They, you know, they're like, oh, well, up. yes, he's able to blah, blah, blah. Or when he's doing this, he's. In, in a bubble that doesn't feel time and can talk normal. I don't know. I, maybe there's an explanation. That's why I'm asking. I'm not trying to p- poke holes and say, oh, Flash, right, 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 right. Flash sucks. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to understand. I'm, I'm not a, a DC you know, guy, and right. I don't, I've don't never know. read the Flash lore. I don't know what it maybe is. I know Maybe they explain it somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I would love to know that, right? That yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah, well, that's I mean, why I'm asking. We're, yeah. they're, they're definitely, you know, like you said, you've got to spend your suspend your uh, disbelief a bit in, in any of these superhero movies. Right. Like, uh, the whole the whole first off, the whole opening sequence of Superman screaming in slow motion. Number one, I don't think I didn't think needed to be all in slow motion. That was um, that was another scene that was way too long. That, one, that we already around. saw most of it. Right. Yeah, right. Because it was in the in the Batman versus Superman, right? It didn't have to be slow motion. All of it did not have to be like, slow motion. And my oh, other thing was, gosh. okay, so he's screaming. So his, how how did the how did the mother box underwater hear it? Yeah, he's a super screen. How, how did how did his the sound is going up and out, not not a, I guess he's Superman. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was an odd explanation for why everything. But again, it's one of those I'm like, okay, whatever, but that was a very well, odd, odd explanation did, at the beginning. Like, um, I did like the fact that now we, well, I mean, they gave us an, an actual reason as to why the mother boxes woke up because we never got a reason. There's no Kryptonian, but well, there wasn't one for 5,000 years before that. Only exactly. two woke up, not all three. Right. Right. Well, and then the other thing is, okay, so. Well, because so, the humans knew, knew, knew that you don't just put it in a st- stronghold or, or and under guard. You bury it in a hole or keep right. it in a closet. That's not even six feet deep. Okay. So <laughs> like, that was my other thing was like, okay, so the, so the Atlanteans hu- do this huge little like temple underwater and there's guards and everything. It's on a pedestal. And, and the Amazons have this huge thing with trap, you know, these big, huge <laughs> solid doors and vaults and everything. And the, and men, we just bury it like three feet under the ground. And, uh, yeah. It, kind of, it cuts over to the men and they're like, mm, yeah, yep, that's deep enough. Deep enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? That was pretty funny. But, but you'll notice that after all is said and done, that was the, the bad guys had up. the hardest time finding yep. the one yep. that, that the humans the hit. Wake up. And the whole time it was in uh, a cyborg's closet. <laughs> and then he tried to bury it too. <laughs> he did <laughs> bury it. Which, which again was again. a scene that made no sense because he buried it. And literally five minutes later, he's he's got it. He went back and got it. I'm like, why did he bury it then? I don't even know. Well, I mean, it makes temporarily sense, trying right? to hide it, maybe I guess. He changed, no. Maybe he changed his mind. He did he, because he wanted to show it to them. But yeah. it was just yeah. funny. Yeah. But I thought that it was interesting that he buried it <laughs> at his gravesite. 
right? And mm-hmm. then it was also beneficial that he buried it, considering the fact that once he took it, his dad got taken and his mm-hmm. room rummaged through. Um, uh, so that would, be, that would be who, the, and that was his reason was he wanted yeah. to get his father back. That's true. That's true. So, slow, so was there slow motion in the movie. Scott, so let's Scott, talk. There was, there was slow motion. It's a Zack Snyder yeah. movie. There was slow motion. Uh, Oh my god! I think I, I think he might be being sarcastic because we keep talking about it. But oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do the rest of the podcast in slow motion. Please don't. Um, Please don't. I, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> the uh, so let's get in the cyborg's backstory then, um, and we'll go we'll go with you, Aaliyah, first. Um, tell us a little bit about cyborg's backstory and what you thought. Every time you say my name, it's like I just get you get fr- frozen. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. Should we call you something else? No, I just <laughs> I'm mentally trying to prepare myself for what I want oh, to say. Yeah. Um, so for all of you that are listening, in case you didn't know, I am a newbie when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So, um, well, and that's why we want your opinion. That's why you're here. <laughs> right? That's why you're here. Right. I appreciate that. You're not that. blinded by nostalgia. Mm-hmm. True, true. Um, honestly, I loved Cyborg's background and I'm not sure how old he is, but obviously he's like high school, college age, right? right? Probably just graduated high school, getting ready to go on to college, you know, could have played professional football or at least college football, something along those lines. Um, I college and, football. Yeah. And same thing he, with... He, he played go for uh, Gotham City University. Right. Gotham City College. So. And same thing with uh, with Flash. So they are both very young. Young adults. Yep. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there is a intelligence difference between cyborg and flash but with cyborg um one of the things that i definitely resonated with was his relationship with his parents Mm -hmm. and the way that i originally interpreted it was he was in high school and most you know high schoolers uh, even if he's in college right um but i think that he was in high school because he was talking about like changing someone's grades and things Mm -hmm. like that um it's not always the best right you don't always have the best relationship with your parents and even when you with him specifically obviously his parents are geniuses um and he wants that relationship with his dad and then you know ultimately probably has to go through that trauma of either blaming himself for his mom's death or Blaming his dad, which we see that he blames and blames his dad. Um, I just really appreciated the fact that they did go deeper into into cyborg because I didn't really know that much about him. You know, I even when I would watch Teen Titans or Teen Titans Go, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Teen Titans Go, the one that has him in there. You know, it doesn't really show his past. It just it's just you know goofy characters and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do appreciate it. I thought that his background was very sad. You know, who would want to? He almost died, and his dad was like, "Oh, it's I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose you as well as my my wife." And you know, I'm gonna turn you into a cyborg. Which, mm. yeah, it's really sad. I'm, I'm gonna take this this weird box. I have no idea what it is, but yeah. we're gonna make it. We're I know it'll help you, and let's see what it does to you. Right, right. Yeah, which is like, come on now. That was a little, little much. Any father would take an alien, unknown alien technology. I mean, he had some, he was trying to learn it, but you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff in this movie. And again, 
grain of salt. I just kind of like, whatever, this is comics like that, you know, a lot of stuff. You just suck it up and enjoy it. Right. Um, but I do like wonder, like how, how did he know that was going to even work? Like what had he figured out already? Um, but we just don't know. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was interesting to see. Why is it that whenever he did that, I feel like whenever he used the box originally, he was generating, and please correct me if you think I'm wrong, uh, a lot a lot of power in order to, you know, create Cyborg as Cyborg. Mm. Yeah. Why right. didn't it wake up then, right. but it woke up? Yeah. Well, yeah. again, yeah. again, their explanation, I think, comes from the fact that there's no because because if you remember at the no beginning Kryptonian. of the moment, yeah, Ste- Steppenwolf says no oh, Green yeah. Lanterns and no Kryptonians. So what does this mean? That means that the, the Kryptonian had died. Here's the problem. He'd only been there for about 30 years. <laughs> he wasn't. What, what was going time. on the other 5000 right. years? This thing sat under the ground and, and sat with the uh, Atlanteans and sat with the Amazonians. Um were, was it? were there green lanterns around? Are they really going to say that it was Ryan Reynolds that kept this thing at bay all this time? And even yeah, he was only there for yeah, 30 it, years. Do you know what I mean? Like right, there's right, no, right. there's, yeah. So that there's a real fast and loose with these, there's some significant plot holes with these mother boxes or the uh, infinity boxes or the mother stones, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> that the bad the guy has to try boxes. to get to put them together to take over the world and do something terrible. I've yeah. had enough of these mother fricking boxes in this mother fricking movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, to me, the mother box thing is a huge plot hole um, because of that. But again, I'm, I'm not, going to throw the whole movie out with that particular baby. Right. Like I think, I think it's annoying. It annoys me. It, it, it nags at me. And I'd love to hear if anyone out there in the audience has an explanation for, for what was going on in that 5,000 years <clears throat> that suddenly Superman woke it up by being dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, mm-hmm. or, or maybe just his scream woke it up and, and right. maybe it had nothing to do with the fact that he was dead, but the fact that he, was, was dying. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Well, like maybe, it's weird. Maybe it here, here, here's the other major plot hole though. Let me throw this out there. As long as we're on this subject, <laughs> I don't want to forget the other major plot hole that drives me crazy is dark side comes to first of all. And, and let's take a quick break. We're, we'll put a pin in cyborg's backstory. Cause I love his story. And I still want to talk about it. Okay. So pin, pin, bing, there it is. Um, and let's <laughs> rewind that opening battle, right? That, that whole Lord of the Rings, uh, oh, yeah. epic battle with Zeus and, cool. and uh, the Ares. Amazonians, Atlanteans, and Ares, and, and uh, Darkseid. Like from the movie, Wonder Woman movie. And then Thor comes at him with the axe and didn't go for the head <laughs> and got him in the shoulder instead. And then, oh, wait, I mean, sorry. Oh, um, no, no, it was no, whoever no, that was movie. got movie. Thanos in the neck and they started dragging him. No, wait, no, oh, no it was Darkseid. Anyway, movie. I'm sorry. I'm just picking on them for having the almost the exact same battle that Endgame had. But anyway. All that aside, as da- that's not the plot hole. Get ready. They drag Darkseid onto the to the ship, and they fly away defeated. And it's like, oh my gosh, we were defeated, right? Right. And, and the, the mother, mother boxes are there. still there. Yep. Steppenwolf comes back. It's five thousand years later or whatever, and he's like, Darkseid, I found the planet. I'm like, what? Like this oh. is the planet that you went to. <laughs> Got your butt kicked on, left your most important valuables behind, and you forgot where it was no, no, for 5,000 no, years? 
What happened you, to Dark Side? I'm going to that give made you, that amnesia happen. Well, well, <laughs> scientific. Please explain. Medical, I'm I'm happy to. So there are two there are two things I'll give you. Scientific okay. medical fact: if you take an axe about three inches into the shoulder, <laughs> but all the other people were there with them. It, like, sev- it severs a memory nerve here. Is that what it is? Everything from oh the last gosh. half hour. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's but, getting pretty deep over there. Keep shoveling. <laughs> I, I got it. No, I, the, um, the thinnest explanation I have is the fact that he did Steppenwolf. I remember Steppenwolf did specify. I have found the anti-life equation. Yes. But that's not what he was there for. He well, that's no, the no, other no, thing Darkside too. Was there to, yeah, Darkseid right? was just there to recognize. He was the one that created it, though. You want to literally like create no, this? No, no, it was already there. He slapped his his hammer oh. down, and it and it woke it up or did it. You know, and made it made it come out. Like it's that's that's the thing. Uh, but no, uh, like first of all, let, let's talk about the you know that he had to keep checking in on Zoom with Desaad, right, to make sure that, right. that it, I, you know, by the way, I'm still here and I, I got one, but it's. Cut, cut those, right? We only need the one where he tells them about anti-life. That's another place we could cut to make the movie shorter. So let's get rid of those. Um, those. But when he, but so that, and that second one is the one that's more important, a third one, whatever, where he tells them about anti-life, right? That's the one that matters. Darkseid's like, huh? That's the one where Darkseid actually comes in. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that one is important. But again, uh, you know, he was, they've been looking all over the universe for the mother boxes, going to all these worlds that they have conquered because they can't remember which one they left them on. That doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm looking for an explanation from the, the, the big, uh, big fans who just want to go deeper and really know this, but I I'm blank. I got nothing. Like, why does he not know? So for me, that's a huge plot hole. Again, Still enjoyed the film, but that's a problem. See, it, all, none of this would it would have happened if the mother boxes were Apple products. If they were iMother boxes, <laughs> you could use Find My iMother box. Right. On, on all they were to do is G- well, that's the other thing. They're advanced civilization. Can they not? Do they not have like GPS on these things somehow that they could literally find exactly where they are? And not come come and send out parademons to sniff for it. Like they would just be like, Some, there it is. Sometimes the Kryptonian, <laughs> a dying Kryptonian, is not convenient to find. Apparently not. Yeah, but also like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, mean, I feel like. They could have done that heat. What is it that his dad sacrificed his life for? They literally could have just like done like that heat ray or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He laser he he superheated the the core of the mother box so they could find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he. Why wouldn't they have done that in the beginning? And also considering the fact that it's it is fire that literally like the box reacts with fire. It it, it blends with fire. He's like the devil. Like that's what I thought he was. You know, he oh. literally has all of this fire. Like I don't. Yeah. Steppenwolf. Yeah, aren't yeah. they? I feel like they're like uh, they're like demons. Uh, well, that is like his resident little minions Mello, are right? called like, parademons. Yeah, right. Like, Steppenwolf so, is kind of an advanced demon on his own. Yeah, that who looks who, who who looked great compared to the Justice League Steppenwolf, but also I couldn't help but. He, I couldn't help but think of the destroyer from the first Thor every time he was on screen. And and the 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 what is that um, character race in Dragon Age with oh, the horns? Yes, I that's what I kept thinking of. Yeah, that's like that's what I thought of the first time I saw him in the first movie. Anyway, so back to let's go back to Cyborg though. I don't want to make sure we don't Cyborg. lose the, lose the thread. Um, so uh, I don't remember who who was talking, but Cyborg's backstory is fleshed out. I'll just give my opinion real quick because it's real short. It was 
amazing. Like this really, like, again, I don't know what went on between Joss Whedon and Ray Fisher, (laughs) right? Like there was clearly some bad blood going on there or whatever. And I don't know if whatever that bad blood was came across, came in in the fact that he basically cut everything that had anything to do with Cyborg out of that movie because Cyborg... Other than the fact that he looks like a Michael Bay Transformer, and I can't get past that. I hate that. I don't like his design. I don't like how sharp and pointy he is. Like, that's too weird. Yeah, that's too, too much. Faceted, like, they, too, they yeah. want too much techie. Just smooth them out. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, besides the like fact. Titans go cyborg. The, besides his look, um, I absolutely adored this story. Like, and I don't feel like we need another movie to tell us that because we've no. gotten there. But I'd love to see, like. His, you know, a cyborg adventure, right. Of some sort. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this, I thought he had the most, the coolest backstory, the, the most well fleshed out the way they told the story from the football game, his dad's missing in the car with the mom. And from the camera angle, you just, you're like, up, oh, they're going to yeah. hit, they're going to get they hit. <laughs> it's right. like every movie <laughs> when they get that, that angle when in a car, the driver, there's going to be a car, profile. another car yeah. coming the other direction. Yep. Um, but yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was just so, and then, and then, so in the first one, all we saw was the dad using the mother box to make him into a, a robot. Yep. That was it. And then this, it was, and it's meant so much more. And when he's talking to him on that tape recorder and he says, I said it was going to be short and here I go. But um, now, now I'm, no, we know uh, you well enough. It, it, no, I'm just like, I'm just remembering now when he goes and he plays that tape recorder and he's telling him the science behind what happened. And then he says, and now I'm going to talk to you as a dad crush. Oh, like as a dad, like my heart broke hearing you. Siri, shut up. We're not talking to you. <laughs> I don't know how that keeps happening. Siri thinks that we're talking to her. I don't know. Siri, Cyborg. what did you Cyborg think of Cyborg's part, Siri? No. Um, Cyborg. Cyborg is not liking what you're saying. No. I know. Cyborg is like taking over my phone and making Siri. No, I, I, that was, that crushed me that moment. And I was just like, oh my that, gosh, he's never going to know what he said. Yeah. Um, I won't spoil the ending and how, whether he found out what he said, but that was just, that was a, ama- that was just really, was really. Uh, and then when he, and, um, and then when he, you know, has to go get his dad and then when his dad sacrifices himself, you know, at one right point in front of him. Yeah. Sorry. Spoilers. But we did say it was going to be spoilers. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I was Libby and I were watching it and we're like, why did he do that? This sucks. That was the stupidest. He didn't even slow. He didn't even slow the process down. Like Steppenwolf's already there. This is stupid. What is what a pointless death. This is re- Zack Snyder. You're a failure. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. And then they Ten explained it. Later. Yeah. They took too long <laughs> to explain it because by then I was ready to turn off the TV. I was so well, mad. Well, I was so it, mad that he was dead. I really was. Well, you know, all that was slow motion until they explained yeah, it. So. Exactly. Um, but yeah, but then they explained it and, and, uh, you know, all, all was well and, and it was, it was cool and it was sacrificial and I, I was okay with it, but yeah, cyborgs, cyborgs backstory was the best part. And there's, um, and flashes when you combine the two of them together, again, we we're talking about the dad issues that yeah. they both had. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, yeah, uh, Aliyah used the right word earlier about resonating, like, you know, and, and how that resonated from like the winter soldier story and stuff like this part really, both of their stories really resonated me when it came to the dad relationships Damn. and how they had to like overcome that. And again, Whedon had none of that for either no. character, for any okay. character. There was like no emotional connect- connection to anyone in that movie. Nobody. No. Was I didn't obvious. care about Superman. No. I didn't care about Batman. I didn't care. Like nobody. 
I was emotionally connected to both of them because I knew why they were fighting and that made it all the better. So no, I'll let you I guys totally finish agree. up on Cyborg and then we'll go and move on to number three. No, I totally agree. Cyborg was obviously the character that got the shortest stick in the, in, in the Justice League. Big time. Um, and, and, you know, and, and I can't, I can't help but think that the contentious relationship between Ray Fisher and Joss Whedon might've had something to do with it. But mm-hmm. then again, you look, like you said, you look at the rest of the Justice League and it was very obvious that, that Joss Whedon's main goal wasn't to develop these characters uh, to make you care for them. He just wanted to make like another, I feel like he just tried to make another quippy Avengers movie mm-hmm, with characters mm-hmm. that didn't fit in that genre or, you know, in, in that kind of environment because he's taking stuff that Zack Snyder did and trying to lighten it up and throw in quips. And then you get that jarring juxtaposition of Zack Snyder serious clip and then Aquaman sitting on the lasso of truth, having his little confession and then, oh, God. Just, then back to Zack Snyder's dark and skin. basically like harassing Wonder Woman. Like, you it, know. It, it just, yeah. I mean, it, 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 like I said, it was like two different movies kind of just spliced together. So, um, cyborg, cyborg story, absolutely tragic. Um, and you know, like you said, he blames his father for his mother's death and he holds on to that even, you know, that, that's why he crushed the, the tape recorder. That's why he's always had this contentious relationship. And then he blames it blames him even further for making him into what he feels like as a monster and to have to deal with that and come to terms with what he is and who he is. And then to see his father make the ultimate sacrifice right in front of him. Now he's blaming himself for that. And then he finally gets kind of closure by listening, finally listening to the rest of the tape recording. I mean, that absolutely made Cyborg probably my favorite character in this movie because of mm-hmm. everything that they invested into his story. And it definitely made me root for him more than uh, any of the characters in the Justice League. So mm-hmm. so I'm glad, I'm, I'm very happy for those changes. Um, but it's obvious that, you know, between the slow motion and that all that time concentrating on the backstory, that that does add to the 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 length of the movie and i'm sure Whedon was told by the studios it can't sure. be more than 2 hours <laughs> sure sure so. all right did you have more to say about cyborg Alia? uh i don't think so all right i don't know i, I, I mean i i might iron helmet when he flew that was cool yeah that was a little <laughs> iron manny for me is that what you yeah, just said like, iron man yeah that's yeah. what i said yeah the only difference was like that i you know, yeah. this is one eyeball. But I was also thinking, like, how do you see? You literally only have one eye. He's a cyborg. He can see whenever he wants. Whatever this he wants. this is an eye over here, too, He's right? Got the, He's the got a cybernetic kind of eye and a regular eye. eye. Yeah. And they both work together somehow. That that's science I'm okay with. <laughs> right. But how the heck? <laughs> but but the thing is the um but yeah the, the Iron Man mask thing was interesting to me because he's he only used it when he's like gonna smash through stuff. And right. he only has one fleshy bit left, and that's his face right here on this side. So right. so he's gotta have something to protect that. It was occurred to me that like when he smashes through stuff, everything else on him is just like boom, ha, ha and his his this side of his face is like all scarred and scratched up because he so he has to cover it somehow so i actually liked that aspect it made sense to me you know is it weird that i thought like the one of the very first things that i thought about was whenever uh the barry allen asked batman what was his superpower and he said that i'm rich Mm. and i thought (laughs) i wonder if uh stark 
and Batman were like friends or something like in a different life, you know? Yeah. I would like well, to see know, that crossover. They, they sure, probably you know, did business together. I'm sure if, if there was a crossover and it was the same universe, I mean, they had to run in the same circles, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So. The rich people know. circles. It was like a ra- very random thought, but I just thought about yeah. it. It was like, hmm, I wonder if they would like know each other in a, in a yeah, you know, absolutely. different absolutely. universe or something like that. Yeah. They know each other. Yeah, for sure. Number three. All right. So finally, I just want to talk about the kind of the the ending. Right. So we want to talk about two things when it comes to the ending. There was. Yeah, (laughs) there's the big major battle, which had a lot of changes from the original, I think, for the better. Yep. And then the epilogue. So we'll talk about the epilogue last. But so let's go into that battle and just um, talk about some of the changes to that um, that were so different. The first thing that I noticed that was very different um, and again, this was a a benefit, I think, was that Russian family that Joss Whedon put in there. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing about them. Not part of it. Not part of any of it at all. Uh, yeah. Which I think was fine because it, it kept like coming well, and it was I all didn't. it was all for a little joke at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they I, didn't like there was nothing. It made no sense to me in, in the justice. They, he was trying to show that that regular folk were imperiled, I think. But come on, the whole freaking planet is in peril. If they don't figure this out, like we're all dead. Like I don't yeah, need to know that this I, Russian family is in danger. I don't think. <laughs> well, I don't remember this Russian family. Oh, it's in the original one. Yeah, there's a there's a Russian family that's like in the vicinity of what all the chaos that's happening, and and they we, and they see that how whole, in danger. That a whole apartment building too. It's not just a yeah. Russian family. Like yeah. Superman saves a whole apartment building. Yeah, it was <laughs> so, it was unnecessary. It was I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, uh, talk, let's talk about that final battle. What did you guys think? I, I, I think within context of of the whole four hour movie, uh, with all the backstory improvements, um, I felt more invested in the characters fighting. I felt the, like the stakes felt a little more right, the stakes real, felt more more real. You know, like okay, now I, I understand why this is important to them to to fight this battle. Um, that I didn't get in Justice League. Um, I thought that the pacing was better. I, I just, I enjoyed the whole fight in general better. There are still some things that bother me. Like, I, I just don't like Aquaman, like, body surfing down the building. And kind of, <laughs> you know. And all when you say that. body surfing, he's surfing on well, someone he's, else's he's body. He's surfing on the parademon's body. He's not, <laughs> right. It was I mean, very Legolas down the trunk <laughs> Down of the, the stairs on the shield. <laughs> Or and this, yeah, but I'm thinking when he slid down the trunk on of that uh, oh, Oliphant or whatever yeah, they're called, yeah, yeah. That's uh, true. back into the battle. I that's what exact that was exactly what popped into my head. It was Legolas. Yeah. I was yeah. like, whoa, what's happening? Yeah, um, yeah. It was <laughs> but kinda... I thought the pacing. Uh, I I like, uh, um, I you know I feel like there is a couple of scenes where Wonder Woman originally was by herself fighting Steppenwolf, and it was nice to see that. Uh, there was a lot more teamwork involved, a lot more, you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and and Batman sort of <laughs> fighting mm-hmm. Steppenwolf, uh, whereas it, you, I felt like it was just kind of one-on-one with Wonder Woman and Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I loved Superman's entrance in this one better. Oh, my gosh, um, so much better. I mean, you know. Much better line, like everything about it. He said, I'm not really about, impressed. Yeah, he's like, not impressed. Like, not impressed. Like, I'm like, that, that was, was cool. And, and. He didn't have like 
the, yeah. the funky, funky upper <laughs> lip, better. Too, which is a whole whole other issue <laughs> with with Justice League is that we don't have the the mushy, awful CGI removal of the mustache. Yeah, that was pretty. Zach didn't need it. So overall, yeah. I love I thought the end battle was much better and I love the ending of it. I thought yeah. it was much more emphatic. Um, oh, gosh. Kind of a, yeah. Kind of a middle finger to dark side going, yeah, you know, come yeah. on, come come at us. Uh, so, yeah, I loved I thought it was much better. To me, when when Steppenwolf's head rolls through the the portal at the dark side's feet, yeah, and they show dark side's face, I, that moment I was like, "That's why I forgot about this place." Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh. it's these people like this. That's who lives right. here. That's right. That's yep. you know, wipe this from the GPS. Decide we're not coming back here. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what it felt. No, I'm joking, obviously, but yeah, that was a huge moment. It was so cool. Obviously, gorier than anything that well, occurred in the original. Yeah. Yep. Um, I still. That's another thing. Do you really think it needed to be R? I felt like everything that happened I was to those parademons. I'll be honest. It was with black. You. I could. It wasn't really like blood. It was like yeah. It, be, and so I felt like you could have gotten away with a PG-13, but there were a lot of f bombs and some other language. Like you have to I feel yeah. like honestly, it could have been like mature audience or something. You know, just right. Well, he want they needed a theatrical rating because I think they're going to put it back in theaters for sure. It's going to hit IMAX as soon as they're open. It will be in theaters. They're going to make money off this. And people yeah, will go see it. There'll be enough. There will. I, I think you're right. I think there's a, a plenty of an audience that will spend the money to go see it in IMAX to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Well, one go of the ahead. things that I did like was that um, I like the fact that they had Wonder Woman standing up against Steppenwolf. Oh my god! You know, like as a woman, it is great to see you know a fellow woman out there just like holding her own. You know, oh. and and they even like made her like, oh, he Steppenwolf tried to you know, use that whole mind game manipulation to, you know, get her yeah, to He tried to diminish her. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And she was just like, no, I'm not having it. You know, like I one thing and this is just because I don't really remember the one remember Wonder Woman is whenever they were ta- whenever he was saying, you know, um, you should have been there whenever I like slaughtered your entire race. Oh, yeah, the right. Trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really remember that because in the beginning you know, her people were all fine, blah, blah, blah. And then they weren't. So I don't really remember that, that like correlation well, he took, that he was. He definitely took out a lot of Amazonians. Uh, yeah, in both yeah. versions. But this one goes even further. This one was even further, though, because in this mm-hmm. one, you know, that whole temple uh, yeah. looked like it was designed to collapse. Yeah, they collapsed it in order to yeah. try to protect. Right. And then when he went after the mother box, there was he was he was swinging that axe left and right. Yeah. I remember. But don't you remember like that? All of those uh, Amazonians is coming down that hill. You know, whenever he said that, it made me think that I like missed an entire scene at first. Right. Like, oh, oh yeah, you should have been there whenever I took out your entire race. Oh, was, you know, something along was, those lines. He was, he was, well, he, he also was, said her her mother. Right. But she was still alive. So was he was just. Alive. I yeah, think he, he was yeah. just he was, he just, was just playing just mind games. Yeah. Something else that I also liked that I wasn't sure that they did in the Justice League one um, was that like uh, you know how she sends the or her mother I think sends the arrow and it goes into the oh, yeah. the temple. Artemis I can't think what uh, Artemis's arrow. Yeah. Yes. So I like whenever she puts that 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 arrow into the the imprint of the other arrow and it just goes yeah you know and it takes her through this like very indiana uh, jones type of thing you know but also you know it's like uh, in the 
whatever ancient language you know her <laughs> ancient language i i don't know i liked that scene scene you know for for me because i'm not really that familiar with the whole wonder woman um background but i do appreciate her um i liked that but i do like i said yeah. i appreciate that she was able to hold her own up against uh, oh my gosh one of the things that we talked about in the in the round table with the game fix guys yesterday was how much how uh this in this movie, Wonder Woman is more of a badass than she is in her own movies combined. Yeah, like, absolutely. Her own movies don't make her as awesome as she is in this movie. And don't get me wrong, I like the first movie. Don't get me started on the second. We've already talked about that yeah, on the show. Yeah, but yeah. but there was the second movie? Oh no, there wasn't. Just forget about it. Um no, <laughs> I don't I'm just remember kidding. a second movie. But this I think this is a better Wonder Woman portrayal like we just really what's is not to knock the first wonder woman movie because again that was the introduction and then this is like okay this is who she is now right awesome like wonder woman 84 ridiculous like no of course we do find out that she's still pining for steve and this again this guy she only knew for two weeks and and she even in in this movie she's still pining for steve um you know and it's all these anyway but but no when 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 she headbutts steppenwolf and he had where he had that that whole that whole back but then he headbutts her into the ground i mean of course because he's you know he's steppenwolf he's got to be a little more powerful but that but i'm just like she matches him and she's the only one who can 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 stand up against Superman during all of that. She's the only one who can stand up against Steppenwolf. Like I just I loved that aspect of it. It was she was so awesome. And you and just real quick, you mentioned that whole battle at the beginning. To me, the the Amazonian battle oh, with yeah, Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah. Um, Libby and I were talking about this. That's the best part of the original movie. And they made made it even better in this one. But I love that part of the movie. And and my and my daughter Libby describes it like she's just like loves how like look how how hard they will fight and sacrifice everything to keep that mother box out of. And it's it just keeps going like it just it's this game of like yep. you know they getting it further and further away, and he gets and closer, and they're and more. and more and more sacrifices being made. And it's just it's like this is life or death. And I did feel like that was the best part of the original. It's even better in this one. One well, of the things. All right, go ahead. I was, well, I was I was gonna say well one of the greatest one of my favorite lines in that whole beginning is you know. <laughs> When Steppenwolf says, uh, talking about fear and failure, and and and, and Queen Hippolyta says, uh, Amazons, uh, you know, what? I, I don't even remember. What, what do we know about fear? And they and, and they all they all yell, "We have no fear!" And yeah. I mean, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. Great. One of the things that I am curious about, you know, how she said, you know, no matter what you do, keep it going. I was, I'm curious now that I think about it. If they were trying to get it over the hill to where there's all of those other Amazonians. Hey, hey, yeah. hey is that a joke about my age? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> You know, where there's all those all of those other Amazonians because, you know. Well, I think you're right. I think I think at that point they knew all they had to do was to try and keep it. They're playing a game of keep away. Keep it mm-hmm. away from Steppenwolf as long as they can before. So the Legion could come in and at least just out of sheer numbers. That's what they're hoping busy, for, right? Yeah, that's what just I'm didn't thinking. work out. Yeah. What I also did like about uh, the opening here was that in the Justice League, that last huge stone gate that comes down, all we see is like the two huge, the two Amazonian women hold it for the queen to slide under, 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, why, why do that? Why would, why would they design it that way when the first two were just hit the hammer and down it went? And in this cut, we see why. Because she gets tripped up by a parademon. So she was mm-hmm. delayed. And so they had to, I mean, you could see them. They look up and they, they actually hold up for their mm-hmm. queen to escape, mm-hmm. sacrificing themselves. So great. I mean. What a great yeah. scene. That whole scene, just so yeah, great. That whole thing was, was really well done. Yeah. But yeah, even the ending, I just thought was I thought it was really good. I mean, um, the slow mo, like we've said many times, it, it drove me insane at some point. <laughs> like I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like just get to the point, dude. Come on now. Um, but I don't. Know, I appreciated the ending, and I like the fact that he put more uh, effort or more work into mm-hmm. like some of those smaller parts, you know, kind of like you were saying with the very beginning, you know, just so that way it will make sense. You know, the, I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ending scene. End scene. No, you're right. I mean, the, the whole, it was very obvious that there were pieces missing from the justice league and those pieces put back into this four hour cut makes the whole narrative arc smooth and complete. And don't and forget pieces. the things that were taken out. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and this corny they took lines, out the corny, the quippy stuff. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it, it uh, the, what Zach took out, which wasn't his and the stuff that, that was his that he put back in. Uh, I mean, his vision was obviously much more cohesive than Joss coming in and trying to. Right. You know, and pieces, granted, pieces, it, parts. it is probably very difficult, you know, coming into something oh, that's sure. already, no question. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's hard when you have one person who has like a completely different uh, sense of humor or a completely different vision mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. than someone that has like, you know, another sense of humor that some yeah. people don't find funny. One thing that I did want to mention when we were talking about Flash's sense of humor and sometimes it wasn't necessary. Do you remember? Sorry, it smells like someone's burning in my house. So I like <laughs> <laughs> it threw me off for a second. <laughs> They're just heating up the mother box to make sure yeah, right. uh, we, we can follow it. Don't worry about it. Um, there was like one scene. Oh, uh, I think it was. Was it him pointing out the bat signal? I always uh, that was one of my favorite flashes. I actually like that line. I, I was like, oh, is that the bat? Oh, that that means that's your. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. No, it was like, like one scene where he he made like a joke. I think it's um maybe whenever they're like deciding if they are gonna un you know un. I'm not gonna say it. Somebody else gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I don't know. I can't yeah. remember. But he like made a joke and you could tell that he's smiling and nobody's laughing. Right. In this scene. Like <laughs> you could tell he's smiling. And he's like, oh, maybe that wasn't that funny. You know, but I was like, I don't think that was necessary. I can't remember the exact part, but there was specific aspects where it just didn't. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you the one we need to move in the epilogue here shortly. But the one the one the funniest thing with Flash that I felt was the best funny thing was when he and Gordon were left standing alone. <laughs> Gordon turns his back. Other, yeah. oh. what, what's hilarious about it is that Gordon turned his back. Flash didn't. He was standing there right. and he still didn't notice that they the all disappeared. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, was, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, but no, I, I do overall think this was just such a better ending. It was so much more exciting. And, and one thing we haven't mentioned yet, which I want to make sure I say before we go into epilogue, was the the wholly different change, which was that Flash couldn't bring up the charge. Um, 
and instead had to had to turn back time and oh, he had to yeah. break the rule and oh, he right. he broke his rule that's right he he does that he goes through again i don't know the, the speed force uh language or whatever but you know and he goes and he manages to give it the power and then cyborgs pull him apart and superman jumps in there with him and they're both yeah. pulling him apart like it took a team to do this you know yep. but at the end of the day Flash is the hero. Like yeah. Flash saved the friggin' day. Up until that point, what had he done? He pushed Wonder pushed Woman's sword, sword towards he her. Pushed the sword. And uh, you know, and kind of like move some guys out of the way. But mostly like he's just like, I'm here to electrify things so that they work better. Like that's you need power, I can run fast and point at them and they'll get power. That was his yeah. thing. And then at the end, he is the one that through. saves the whole thing like he's the r2d2 <laughs> of he that went, team. like right. he's he the real hero too. yeah ex- exactly and I, I mentioned that yesterday it was like a donner cut situation i was like he's running yeah. around the earth and spinning it but you know i as much as i hate those kind of like oh I'll just rewind time and fix everything those get so that, that can be so overdone and i know it's a flash done. thing to do yeah. But in this, oh, man, it was so well done. And I was like, even though I had no clue what was happening, because, again, I don't totally get the speed force stuff, but I know that he can do this. Right. I know that he can, you know, run so fast that he can end up in a different you know, time. Uh, part of me did expect him to kind of peek out dirt while he's running his peek over and do the, uh, it all depends on Lois to Bruce back in time somehow. Like he was going <laughs> to, oh, that's, you know, that's from, different. from that's the other movie. No, because he said that that was a, that was a different a, time. We'll right. He said it was the, an epiphany or premonition. Yeah, we'll talk to, I'll mention this in the, when we talk about the epilogue. Because... <laughs> Shut up, Siri. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think, I think that, um, that that whole thing was the best. That was so good to me. And then that leads us kind of into the epilogue because my favorite part of the epilogue was when he goes to see his dad again and he's like, I got my foot in the door and the dad's so proud of him for getting his job. And he's like, look at my son. He's going to get a job. He's going to get me out of here. And he's so proud. He just saved the freaking world. The world. Yeah. But this is what his dad is proud of. You know what I mean? Of course, because that's all he told him. But I'm just saying like. Right. He doesn't know. Right. Like that's what he wanted. That's all he wanted. That's what I loved about these. Like that, even though Barry Allen annoyed me at times, his whole, the awkward thing with the veteran or the veterinarian or that dog place or wherever it was. Yeah. Yeah, Dog walking. Um, That whole where he's got the resume and it's all messed up. It was so awkward. And I felt (laughs) I was just so uncomfortable. I'm like, this is this no i i don't like this and i'm so frustrated for him oh yeah i totally redeemed like i just loved that moment like i'm so proud of you like this thing that you've done and it's like if i could only tell you what i really did dad you know what i mean like i'm just oh like that he has that secret is just huge to me like what a cool moment i get goosebumps just even talking about it right now that was really cool. But the other, but let's talk about some of the other epilogue, not the, the, the very last, we'll go into that very, right. very last. Epi- right. We'll do the epilogue and then we'll do the last. But thing. let's, <laughs> let's say that very last thing. One of the things that could have been totally cut from this movie and cut the runtime again. That wasn't necessary. Totally yeah. unnecessary. Well, there Especially couple, yeah. when you know, at least for now, you may not be getting a second chance to make a s- sequel. Yeah. So let's go into that in a minute. I'm going to pin my thought on that. Till the yeah. End. A couple of other things that happened in the epilogue. What'd you guys think? Besides, uh, the flash one was my favorite thing. The flash thing was cool. I, I was going to say, so in the. And cyborg talk, had a redemptive arc with his father too. And 
did did he did he what what oh yes he, he did he puts he, he, he uses he his put, power he put together the cassettes player i didn't know that was the thing he could do but okay and finally <laughs> listened uh listened to his father that was awesome and, yeah yes that was very cool those two father-son moments uh yeah. hit me it hit me hard too and um yeah i mean just the fact that there were these narrative arcs that were closed that weren't even i mean you know i gotta say we're not talking about the nightmare stuff yet are we i'm confused about which ending we're at so the whole epilogue was just all those little moments right that 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 kind of like closed right. out kinda like closed after out the big arcs. battle that kind of closed out um we saw clark in the street Oh, that's right. And How do they explain the Clark is alive was a question we came up with yesterday. We, that's going to be interesting. But anyway, that's, true. Like, that's so for like, another movie. Right. They buried Clark. So they can, they, Superman, they oh, he came back. Everybody, yeah. They explained to everybody that Clark, Clark he just wasn't feeling back. well. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't have buried him. He was okay. <laughs> he was fine. It happens. He was just mostly dead. Yeah. <laughs> mostly dead. Look. But if, true love, Lois oh, right. brought him back. In in in, in a universe where people can't recognize a person. Right, because of the glasses. glasses on or off. Yeah, but his friends went to the funeral, right? Like, just, he's buried in a regular cemetery. Exactly. So we're yes. assuming that this is just a regular funeral. Yeah, so, um, you know, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But also, when he pulled his shirt off, he's still wearing the black suit. I thought well, that was so stupid. There's I thought he should have done the... At that point, he should have been back to the peace, hope, and love. Uh, you know, like this is uh, we restored hope, and here I am. Like yeah. that's the that's the symbol he should have had. Well, but and I feel like the me. black, I feel like the black suit was kind of unnecessary, just because they didn't. I thought it was. It. I thought it worked very well with what they were doing well, there. I, I think in the final battles. But at this for, for point, those of us that he should put his regular back on. Yeah, for those of us that know what the black suit is, you know, the whole regenerative suit. It's it 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 actually you know, amps up the recharging from the sun for him makes sense that he came out in the black suit and then is, yeah. you know, final but, battle on that stuff. But, but when they're, when they're know, restoring hope that he's back, it's yeah, time to put the that, other suit back on. In my that opinion. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. It was nice that Bruce bought the bank. Yeah. Um, well, that was another thing. <laughs> so as long as I'm pointing out things that are annoying in store, you know, that don't make any sense. And why is this a thing? We saw Ma, Ma Kent and, 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 uh, we saw besides the, the Martian Manhunter uh, pretending to be Ma yeah. Kent right. doesn't make any know, sense. I, I don't know why that, yeah. that made no sense. Um, but don't get me wrong. I'm glad Martian Manhunter was introduced, but it didn't make sense in that context to me. It was just weird. It could have easily been Martha, but, but what we determined yesterday was that he's try he was manipulating it so that Lois would come back come and back. would know or would, would, because he knew Superman was coming back. And if that's the case, then why didn't he join them in the battle? Right. Why just going to say, yeah, just going to say, why didn't you come to the battle anyway? Um, but that, that being said, um, we saw Ma Kent pulling away in a U-Haul with all the stuff. She left that house, but when Lois and Clark go there, there's, there's still stuff in the shirt. house, including a box full of Clark shirts. What yeah. is going on? Thankfully, he had a shirt, right? Because otherwise, he's just going to be shirtless for the rest of this period until he gets I got back there to get wrong a with suit. That. I don't think there's anything. No, wrong. I'm, but you know, I think <laughs> Lois is like cover up, Clark. It's time to you know, people. Are I watching. did find it interesting that change in that line because in the Justice League it was "You smell good," and Clark says, <laughs> "Did I not before?" And in this cut, it's "You spoke," and then he asks, "Did I not before?" Yeah. Why did Joss change that? I don't think that line is it's any interesting because of it. No. Well, I don't think that it was, I don't think that one was necessarily like for comedic relief, but I think that it was more so, um, 
it's taking him a while to get to where to to figure out why he's here like what's going on and you even you know like with his um it's his eyesight and everything you know yeah it's great. Interesting just, line change there's very yeah. different lines yeah so in the then the final final epilogue right the the dream the nightmare sequence oh, that the nightmare sequence. that uh um was completely unnecessary it, it gives us a, a, a real strains of injustice um where superman has gone bad um because of something that happened to Lois, we assume because of the, the, the line from Flash, yeah. and then something's happened to Arthur. So Aquaman doesn't make it in this future. You know, well, sorry, Woman, Jason Momoa. Wonder Woman. <laughs> if they make this movie, you're not going to be in it. I guess you now know that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, and the whole scene with Joker, um, completely unnecessary. Don't get me wrong; it was. I feel like it was a, a bone thrown to Jared Leto to finally let him kind of like be the Joker and not that weird club kid with the grill and the tattoos joker that he was because don't get me wrong as with all the problems the suicide squad had i don't think jared Leto was the problem i i liked his joker i didn't like what he looked like like it didn't it didn't look like like it was a different portrayal of joker but i thought his performance was fine like he was i liked the way he kind of did the the role so they wanted to give him a little bit of that in this and this was a little more mix of heath ledger um, I mean, even so in the look kind of combined, right? Yeah. It combined and, and yeah, so it was interesting, but totally unnecessary. I think like that well, could have yeah. been another movie for another time. Uh, it did not belong here. I feel it like was, a lot it was of a waste the, of time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the nightmare, the whole, the actual final ending sequence with the nightmare. Um, and that little th- thing at the end was unnecessary. If anything, just because these are, you know, these are snippets and, and, and hints at stuff that probably won't be made. Right. I mean, it's very obvious that, you know, <laughs> this is obviously Zack Snyder's vision of what he wanted. He's always said he he's trying to get people to drool over it and want it. Right. And, right. He, he, and he's hopefully kind of like convinced wait. DC to do it. Right. Again. He's like, he's, he wants another hashtag. Well, yeah. hashtag, you know, restore the Snyderverse. Restore the Snyderverse is already yeah. out there. Right. So that's exactly what he was doing. And I mean, I appreciate that he wanted to complete his vision and share it with the world. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're if part of your vision is, you know, the hints and the and, and the peaks at the second and third Justice League movies that you were wanting to make, um, which includes a whole bunch of stuff based on the storyboards that Jim yeah. Lee drew for him, including including Lois's son, who is not necessarily Clark's son. Yeah, I heard about um, that. And all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of interesting story there that he had planned out. I, I'm glad. I hope they don't ever go that direction. But, That's right. Make... It, I mean, so I feel like all oh, that was totally unnecessary. Was it neat to watch? Was it great to see that Joker and that Batman, you know, actually spar verbally at the very least? Yes, that was very cool. And I just, yeah, I but just, it could have happened. And, and, and it's it, because it, they it, never got to make the Batman movie with Batfleck, right. which I wanted to see. Um, I, I really wanted to see that. And that's not going to happen. So this is the closest thing that we got. I yeah. found out today that because of scheduling, Jared, Jared Leto and Ben Affleck were not acting opposite each other. Oh, really? They had That's interesting. Them, they filmed them separately and then in editing, put the whole thing together. Yeah. yeah, but for me, it was very confusing. Like I was, I, it didn't make any sense. I was thinking like, why is this, why is this happening? Like, yeah. and then obviously, because we know, right, because he already said, um, Batman or Affleck already said that, uh, he had a premonition 
you know, of Flash, I think, telling him about Lois. Right. And you noticed Flash in that nightmare sequence was wearing the same suit of armor that he was in Batman v Superman when he came from the future and said, right. Lois, she's the key. Right. And there was also like another I don't remember if it was in that part of the epilogue, but there was like a comment that said, like, in what universe something, something, something. I don't remember the rest of that line, but it was uh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Joker did hint at, you know, yeah, the Joker did hint at alternate timelines. Right. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. said, you know, I wonder if there's a universe or a world where, you know, you don't mess it up, Batman. Basically, Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, what in the heck? What is going on? Like, what happened? So for me, someone that's not really that familiar with the Batman uh, uh, storyline, um, what is going like what happened no it's you know, it's very so it's confusing, confusing it's very confusing. even for me and i know a little bit about like the injustice uh games and stuff where superman goes nuts i know yep. so i and i've read some stuff because Super, superman i was a little bit into i've read this stuff where he go turns bad and you know why and things like that so there's a lot of reason and then the new suicide squad game that's coming out this year yes. is going to deal with that as well where superman yep. goes bad yeah so so, but yeah, but even, even people who kind of know those kind of still have no idea why it was in this movie. But the thing that's even crazier <laughs> to me was like, they did this scene about Lex Luthor, right? Oh, and God. then I was like, <laughs> don't get just started on. I know, go. but I was just like, I was confused. Like, okay, I can understand where they were going with that. Right. Like they. Oh, that's right, because that scene on the boat was still in this cut, right? Right, and they mentioned Lex Luthor a lot throughout the movie. So I was like, oh, okay, I could understand that. But the guy that had the eye patch, right? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. But it looked like that was the same guy that was there. in That is. It was him. That was. was. And I was thinking, like, wait, what is going on? I thought that he originally wanted to kill him, and then now he that did. you know, like, yeah. oh, so I make know wonder that this is Bruce why Wayne. He's there? Why are they on the same team? Then? Why did they, yeah, they, obviously they made up, they didn't fight, so, yeah. or they did fight, but they don't. They yeah. did fight, but they made but up. That's, right. But that, yeah, that is a thing that happens in the in the comics, you know, where Deathstroke is a bad guy, but he sometimes is a good guy, and it's all, you know, not a good guy, not a good guy, but you know right. what I mean? It, it, it just he basically does mercenary. Like, side stuff. flops? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was, like still kind of confused i also really wanted to like i was also i was looking to see more about dark side i was looking to see like mm-hmm. his ship coming and you know landing on earth and blah 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 yeah. like no, that's end game that's yeah. the end game i know yeah. but that's what i was looking for and i was like oh okay that's what i thought was gonna i honestly thought that that was gonna be the ending yeah, but then so, this, well, this dream was just random and the, and this is a this is I'm glad you're bringing this up because uh, you know we talked earlier about like you know this is why you're here because you're like I'm a noob and I'm like well no but you're coming to this with a fresh perspective where um, and and even I don't know as much as like some of my friends who have seen this and like are really really ingrained in this DC like understanding and flashpoint and all the crazy things that have happened and all the different timelines and blah 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 and all these things. And it's great for them to look at this and go, no, this is what, no, you don't get, you just don't get it. Well, yeah, but I'm the regular movie goer who, right. who, who paid to see this. Do you know what I mean? And I think, and you're right as a, as a fan, I still like geek out and love these things, but average movie goer, Aaliyah, who hasn't read all these comics, you know, 
you can't just say, well, they didn't make the movie for you. Well, they did. They made the movie for everybody. Uh, but the, but there was so much fan service that some of the other some folks felt left out. And you can only do that so much. Do you know what I mean? To where you start to alienate like regular folk. And the idea is supposed to be, in my opinion, to bring regular folk into the fold, right? Like be like, hey guys, look how cool the the our comics and our stories are. And you're like, oh wow, these are cool. And then you start to get into the the lore. But if you have to know so much lore just to walk in the door and understand what's happening, then that's that's wrong. And this that's, a, yeah. that's what this scene felt like to me. Like it felt like there was too much um, you know, and again, it only felt that way because again, like Utah said, he's he's teasing what's to what he would like to come, right? It's not you didn't have to know. You're supposed to be confused, I guess is what I'm saying, Aaliyah. Like that, I think ultimately we're we aren't. I don't like that he did that, but I, I think he he wants us to be confused and want to know what's happening so that we'll watch the next movie. But there isn't one as far as we know. So that's the problem. Um but all that to say, um, you know, that's that's, again, another five or six minutes you could cut. I don't know if it's that long, but, you know, maybe two or three, whatever that yeah, you could cut out of the movie. It totally didn't need to be there. Um, but it did lead to that final conversation with Martian Manhunter, who, again, was revealed earlier to be impersonating Martha for some bizarre reason. It could have easily just been Martha that did it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He as the general, he could have asked Martha to help Lois. Like, I mean, there's just so many ways that that could have worked out without being a weird. How did he even know? Like Martha, does Martian Manhunter get their memories when he impersonates them? Like, That's how does he know about. how to talk like and be and relate to Lois like like Martha? Like, I don't again. Right. If you're a DC guy and you know, tell me. I'm not. I'm. I know that I'm speaking from ignorance in this area. But again, I'm the I'm the moviegoer that they want to be in love with these movies. Um, and you know, not, not just the fans who already know. And so help me out with that. But yeah, that's anyway, my problem with that. I did like that. They introduced him. I thought it was awesome at the end. He's like, I'm here. Let's, you know, and I like um, his look. I like the yeah. look of Martian Manhunter. Yeah. So know, that was neat. That. But again, it felt tacked on. It felt pointless in the long run. Um, it felt like fan service and I don't feel like you needed it in this movie. Like, you know, you could have teased it in another way and then just left it for the, for another movie. And this, this is a tease. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was only in it for like, what, not even five minutes total, but, um, but it was, it, yeah, it felt a little, little off, it would, but it would you know, you know, the fanboys for Martian Manhunter are like, cause just like I would be, if it was, you know, if Wolverine had shown up at the end of, you know, WandaVision or Professor X, I would right. have been peeing my pants. I would have been so right. excited. Right. So I get it. But it's like it just and it felt a little out of place in this particular was, movie. Yeah, he he was basically just setting up movies that aren't going to be made. Yeah, and you know you can argue maybe sides. maybe well well I I kind of dangling the carrot. I kind of for the hashtaggers. I kind of hope that they don't because I think that sets a precedent that's going to be very dangerous for the movie movie industry. Yeah, like all of a sudden that you're giving. Um, well, I think J.J. Abrams already did that. Well, all right, I'll give you that. I mean, I think Rise of Skywalker was the worst of fandoms. Uh, right, that the was, worst. That was a, the yeah. worst uh, example of how fandom shouldn't affect the films. Right, you know what I mean. Uh, let them tell the stories they want to tell. If we don't like them, 
Okay, well, fine. We'll wait for the next go round when they reboot anything anyway. Right. But um, but then you when you just go the full opposite direction and just give the fans everything they want, you get the garbage that was. That yeah. <laughs> um, and in this case, I don't think that was the case. I felt like, you know, but um, and again, because Zack Snyder didn't get a chance to finish his film and this and he did. And I think that's that's honorable and nice that it happened. But I'm going to disagree with you, Utah. I actually think this should take over the canon. I mean, at this point, like I'm invested. Like I wasn't well, after I'll Justice League. I was like, um, this is okay. Will I see a, t- a second one? Maybe. But I liked this one so much better that I kind of am like, well, now I really want to see where the cyborg goes. Now I really do want to see, uh, you know, Henry Cavill re- return as Superman again. You know what I mean? Now I really, and I've always said I wanted to see Batman uh, or Affleck return as Batman. I think, uh, I actually think he was pretty subdued in this. I felt like he should have gotten more to do. Um, but um, so I would have liked to have seen him get a movie. Right, um, movie. And I know a lot of people disagree and don't think it was great. But that's my point is like, I think he would be great, but he didn't get a chance to really kind of be Batman. Um, and I would like to have seen the detective Batman with with Ben Affleck or the old grizzled Batman. We haven't seen that movie yet. In fact, we're going back oh. to the young Batman again. Um, and, and I really want to see that old one. So that was just, maybe oh. it's cause I'm old now and I want to see a Batman that right. is right. a, a little bit older than me, uh, jumping <laughs> around and to. knocking out the Joker. I think that would be pretty good. Yeah. I, I will say, I, I will say I, I did like as much as, as much as too much fan service can be a problem. I did like the little scene of, uh, of Ben Affleck's Batman on top of the big bat tank. Oh gosh. Like Every, right out of the, like well, right out of the Frank Miller. I those mean, are the amazing things that Zach does right, sometimes. Zach is so great at, at taking us, but they don't panel or scene, but it, it doesn't go anywhere. No. And this one, and this was fine because he's like, Hey Gordon, I'm here. And then he comes down right. and talks to him. Yeah. But, but where he does it and it fails is the scenes like I've mentioned before in man of steel or maybe it was, no, it was Batman versus Superman, where he's just floating above these people who are on a, a, oh, a house right. that's flooded, flooded and going under the water. And yeah, he's just watching them. And it's, it's all slow mo. And he's just <laughs> kind of watching. And I'm like, can you help Superman? <laughs> and then in right. this movie, Arthur does the same thing. There's a guy barely that's clinging right. onto the boat onto as it's sinking. sinking. And, yeah. and as it, and as it tips, side. Arthur's on the other side looking like, look how cool I look up here. And the guy's yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah. can you help me? No, but no, seriously, look how cool yeah. I look. I'm it's having like, a no, moment. but I need, I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to breathe. Under, no, but I'm having dude, a moment. First say how cool I am <laughs> because I'm cool. And then I'll, I'm cool. You're cool. Okay. I got you that. No, like he, I don't get those. I think they look pretty and that's what Zach likes to do, but it, it it's so bizarre in the sense of a moving picture, of, the movie, like in a panel in a comic, you can see that. And in the very next panel, he's got the guy, right? Like something happens in the movie. We're on this for like seven minutes. No, <laughs> I'm joking, but he's no. exaggerating and he's bit. just standing. There. I'm like, do something. So there's a lot of that. Um, and that's the stuff that's got to go, Zach. I'm sorry, but uh, um, yeah, no, I, I would, I would watch more of these. No, I, I, I'm actually, I'm actually intrigued now. I, I agree with you there. I, I do think that these. I feel like this had this version been made and released, I feel like the DC cinematic universe would be in a better spot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I agree with you there. Um, but I also think that it, Zack Snyder. Keep putting these things in for completion's sake 
and hitting and teasing at, hey, look where I was going with this, mm-hmm. with the odds being slim <laughs> that where he's going is going to be made and we'll see it. Yeah, it feels of, rough. And then yeah, he's coming out in the news that this isn't canon. And I'm like, no, see, now now uh, you've just made everybody no, see, like really. It doesn't. Don't do it, that. So. I think it can be canon the way DC set up their films. He, yeah. They've already said they're all one offs now. So this yeah. this can this could be much. its own little thing. Exactly. And it clearly is going to lead into the Flash. Um, so yeah, I no mean, matter what this, this leads, into this the is the, well this is the flash is coming out of this movie. So, yeah. um, that's definitely gonna, so yeah. And if they do flashpoint, like you could still, mm, like, I feel like you could still tie these together. I feel like you could still do that justice league epilogue he wants. Um, although that's not the one I want to see. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I don't, again, I'm not crazy about Batman killing people with guns and just like, you know, whatever. Batman has uh, a gun a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> now, now he kills the parademons and you can argue that the, like, well, well he doesn't they're, kill they're humans. Yeah, I don't sure. know, but I know a lot of people are upset about that and I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm not dismissing that. I, I understand. I, I don't like that aspect of it either, but I can sort of write it off when he starts just shooting humans for no reason. That would suck. Um, but in the crazy future, we we want to know how Batman got to that point where he broke his rule and where he'll right. threaten Joker. You know what I mean? Like that. I get that a little bit. That's true. Anyway. Hey, don't forget, Queen Mira was British at one point. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amber Heard is not going to be in the next Aquaman movie. Did you hear about that? I did not hear about it. I heard I heard yeah. that there were that they were trying to get her to not be in it, but I didn't hear that I was fine. She's she, yeah, out. she's not. And well, they've the given with the, several different reasons. I think it's the trouble with Johnny Depp myself. Well, but yeah, um, it has to be that, right? Yeah, because one of them is not telling the truth, or both of them, um, because yeah, that whole situation is just a mess. And so most of these, they you know, they just most of the studios just want to kind of like. <laughs> separate like back. you guys figure this out <laughs> because we don't want it as part of our press tour yeah, which is too um, bad. I, I thought she did it i thought she was a, a great character in the aquaman movie i thought yeah. she was great i like well i, I, like I think it. they're still gonna have mara they just won't have her uh, won't i think her they're gonna recast it. from what i understand what they're gonna yeah. recast evan peters is what they're gonna do <laughs> evan peters is gonna be recast and everything snoopers be snooping <laughs> oh my gosh all right well you know what uh, again, so final thought, uh, you know, in 30 seconds or less, Utah, final thought on the whole, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league. Zack Snyder's justice league is better than Joss Whedon's justice league. Um, for, for many reasons. Um, and there's no way it would have been made any other way than for streaming on, on a streaming service. And I think it's great that it's been done. I enjoyed it. Uh, did I think it was epic and amazing and awesome? Not necessarily, but I enjoyed it. And I'm glad that Zack Snyder got that closure. I will say quickly that the most emotional thing for me was seeing the dedication at the end and that cover oh, yeah. of, of, uh, of her favorite song playing over the credits. That really hit me just because of everything that, you know, the whole journey to get to here. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Stream it, watch it once. Yeah. Pieces. There you yeah. go. Aaliyah, final thoughts? Literally the exact same. Yeah. In pieces, four hours too long. I needed a, a very long nap um, <laughs> after I watched that, and I needed to like go run because that slow motion was just like too much. Um, you needed to speed up your real yeah, life yeah. to recover from all the slow motion. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. But overall, I thought it was very good. I thought that it uh, had a very um, cohesive 
uh, storyline throughout. Like Jeff said, could have done without some things, but overall it was very good. Um, will I watch it again? No. Yeah. This is very, very not even in pieces. No, I'm not watching it again. You know what? Like I said before, so I started watching the the Josh 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 yeah whatever Josh Justice League. Yes, so I started watching it. I did not finish it because I was like I knew that I was in a time crunch to watch the Snyder Snyder one, Um, but I would have been invested to watch. Josh's I would not be invested to watch this one because it, this is an investment like this is literally a time right. investment to watch yeah, it that's so true. that's fair I yeah I can't do that again that was there should have been more of this okay Green Lantern yeah you know, so let's not get started on yeah that. sorry I could have actually <laughs> gone on a little tangent. there was a there was a cool little Green Lantern uh cameo yeah, there cut off there his arm the beginning yeah and the ring's like I'm out of here see ya. and that was kind of cool but um yeah, well somebody grabbed it no, it flies away. It, it goes on. and looks for somebody who's worthy, kind of like uh, Mjolnir. Tried to grab it, but it got, yeah, it, he missed it. He missed it. Yeah, and he wouldn't mind. be able to hold on to it anyway. I think the right? fact that they built up Darkseid so much. Yeah, and we just got we just yeah, and was, I was he, the one complaining. I'm like, oh, we're finally going to see a Darkseid battle. Like I really thought the first the first half of it was going to be Steppenwolf, and the second half was Darkseid, and it didn't happen. But no. I gotta say, I, I was pleasantly surprised with what we beginning. Oh yeah, and I thought that was amazing. So. Yeah, but again, because it's a setup for more movies and we didn't get right. to see those, that was a little bit of a disappointment. But overall, I, uh, I'm i kind of in agreement with you guys, though I would watch it again. Um, I would definitely do it in pieces like we did. We Like, we, like I said, we did it in two parts. Um, uh, basically, I think right after uh, Chapter 3 or whatever they call them uh, ended, um, we were like, all right, let's go to bed. It was like 1 a.m. <laughs> and then we got up <laughs> the next day and finished it um, early in the morning. But yeah, I um, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed this over top of the original. I think it's a vast, vast improvement on the, from a story perspective. It's amazing how much uh, a story can improve something. You know what I mean? Like if, but uh, yeah, God, three. Uh, it, it's at maybe three hours. Like you need to cut so much out of here. And and I'm not talking about the stuff I just praised being put back in. I'm talking about like. The, the whole uh, slow motion segment of Lois getting a coffee. Did we need that? No. Um, whole, did we whole, need the whole first 10 minutes is, is like slow motion. We don't that yeah. doesn't have to be slow. Motion. There's so many things that could have been tightened up and made this a, a, a more a more uh, palatable runtime for DC studios that would have allowed this to be a theatrical release right off the bat. we need to hear like the whole Icelandic folk, folk song? That was unnecessary, yeah. Did we have yeah, to unnecessary. hear all that? The, <laughs> yeah. was what confused. was up with the smelling of the sweater thing? That was a little... <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, oh God. Okay, before we go, I do have to say this. Here's my thing. How many oh times God. is he going to take off his shirt before he gets in the water, right? Um, but but he's always <laughs> just he's always just gotten out of the water with the shirt on. With the shirt like, on. Yes, like sometimes you. he's okay swimming with the shirt, but other times he's got to take it off first. And then when he takes it off, how does he get another shirt on before he gets out of the water? Uh, because when he's saving the guy in the boat, he's wearing a shirt. When he's saving, you know, I don't know. Anyway, when he brings so, him to the bar, he doesn't have yeah. a shirt. Exactly. He, he did have a shirt the, the at shirt that point, right? Wet or it's it, it's wet or dry. No, it was wet. Opposite of what you expect. Yeah. It, it's like the Hulk and the it's, it's a Hulk purple pants thing. Yeah. But it's literally just a, here's Jason Momoa taking off his shirt again, and you know who that's for. So, well, um, no, and it's, and it's not me. So. <laughs> I mean, but it's like. 
I guess. All right. It's an old anyway, man. It's wow. definitely. Oh my gosh, he's at least half our age. Yeah, but he's not my age. So like, I don't know. He's I know. okay. Oh my god. And gosh. I feel like he like looks so angry. Like, smile once so, in a while. Also, he, he was introduced. So like they didn't even introduce him. They he just like came in with his little yeah. pitchfork. And don't call it a trident. Yeah. It's not a trident. I know, right? All right. Well, we think you should still go see Snyder Cut. It's definitely uh, worth worth watching. Uh, make sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the ads, social medias, all those fun things. I'm going to start the music over again because uh, it stopped. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't have noticed if you didn't say anything. And we, well, it t- I had to hesitate in order to put it back on. Um, check us out on all the social media we appreciate you guys this is our first week actually on facebook youtube and twitch so if what? you're watching somebody who's watching on twitch thank you so much um and we will uh be doing that going forward see when it happens so we'll see you guys we next time i'm gonna do it one more time Where's one more music because it wasn't done entirely worldgunegeek.com our website is under construction but check us out there We've got uh, our new logo. Our merch is available. But again, the best place is to follow us on Facebook and subscribe, subscribe, please, to our YouTube channel. That helps us so much. You get notified every time we go live, including this show on Sunday nights and our game night on Thursday. We'll see you then. Later, guys. Bye. The podcast is real is a Wild Gone Geek production.